If you're a busy woman raising children and you want to learn to reverse engineer how you want to feel in all areas of your life, listen up. For the first time ever, I am teaching my energetic time management process. Not only am I teaching it live, but you're getting one-on-one access to me. Yes, you heard that correctly. You can reach out to me personally and get feedback on how this process is working in your life. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash workshop. As soon as you register, you are going to get a pre-recorded training video that you can watch over and over and over again that also has an accompanied PDF, step-by-step. I'm literally showing you step-by-step. You're also going to be... um, given the details to reach out to me one-on-one and my team so we can support you as you're integrating this work in your busy schedule. And we're also going to be throwing in two live group Q&A calls. So come ask your questions. I'm going to show you how to integrate energetic time management, not just at home, but in your work as well. Ask all your questions, and I'm there to help you live in alignment with how you want to feel. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash workshop and join us live today in May. All right. So today is all about emotionally uncomfortable parenting. And I wanted to give a candid update on how I am doing because parenting is all about me. (laughs) Um, Sending my son as he flies the nest and is currently, as we speak, in Costa Rica Um, and parenting from afar. So I'm going to talk about parenting in general, what this has taught me. But if you have not gone back and listen to episode eight, or sorry, 1084. The title is Three Things I'm Doing uh, to Emotionally Prepare for My Child to Fly the Nest. Um, and so essentially what I was saying is like, so that I don't have a midlife crisis. But there's, there's read about or listen to those three things that I was doing and am doing uh, to emotionally prepare for my child to leave the nest. And so this conversation, I wanted to be about just a candid conversation of how I'm doing, how we're doing all the things, um, and kind of my aha moments, um, and what I've observed in myself, what I observe in other people who come to me all the time. And we talk about parenting. It doesn't matter whatever the challenge is. So, I understand that everyone is going to have unique situations. Their children are going to react differently to different things. Um, So this is general, universal, and of course, every situation is unique. But I hope that you can see yourself in my vulnerability. So quick overview. Um, I've talked about this many, many times, but my child, my oldest child who just turned 19, I was 18 when I had him, um, was completing high school. We have a whole other conversations about the high school debacle, education system, all that. So he took an extra semester to finish high school. Um, I was incredibly strict with my expectations and boundaries because I knew he was capable, pulled him out of the system, um, 
a mixture of homeschooling versus online schooling. Uh, he worked full time in that time. And, you know, he's growing. He's trying to figure out who he is. We have uh, different brains, different diversities in our house, different learning styles. And so it's, it's about learning the child, helping them emotionally grow through the process. But more importantly, it's our relationship. So at the core of everything in parenting, parenting is about a relationship. And I want you to write that down and remember that because that has been the number one kind of aha moment that I have had throughout this entire process. When our children leave our home, the only thing that keeps you connected to your child is the quality of your relationship with that child. And so you know, you could reflect on your own relationship with your parents or caregivers. I know some people uh, don't have a relationship with their parent or their parent is deceased. Um, there's a lot of emotional baggage that comes with parenting. But when I'm talking to people who have parents who are alive and still in relationship with them, we grew up mainly my parents and their parents, I feel like we are the first generation to learn about emotional intelligence and see parenting in general as a relationship. So not only are you here guiding this child through the world, advocating for them, being their biggest fan, their you know leader, um, guide, all the things, your relationship is changing, your identity is changing as a parent, but at the core of everything, it's a relationship. So if your child leaves your house and you do not have the foundations of a strong relationship, which is trust and communication, you will not have a relationship with your child. And so I often feel like people are trying to control their children while they are in, in their control, in their household, because that's all they can control. And we're so addicted to like the day-to-day and our to-do list and living in a place of autopilot and survival mode that we're not actually thinking bigger picture and long-term with with our children. And the whole time um, I've been parenting, it was around the four-year mark. um, So that would be like 15 years ago when my child started presenting behaviors, emotional behaviors like anxiety or anger. And I didn't understand these behaviors because I wasn't taught about emotional intelligence. And so I went and sought professional help. I went to therapy. I went to doctors. I was starting to read the books and I wasn't getting like emotional intelligence skills. Um, and it really wasn't until I got into conscious parenting and, my own inner work that I realized, oh, okay, this child needs help. They need tools, but it's not about me reacting to their behavior. It's really about me healing parts of myself and seeing my child and their behavior, helping them. But this is a relationship. So fast forward, I do that for 15 years, emotional roller coaster up and down. The work is never done. And here I am parenting my child from afar. Just because a child leaves your home does not mean that the problems go away. I'm going to repeat that again. Just because a child leaves home does not mean the problems go away. You may feel some relief. It might actually feel worse. Because I was proactive about this and I could feel the grief coming, I could feel the identity shift coming, I could feel like, oh my God, what is this going to say about me? The codependency Um, you know, just the change of a child leaving and he's not leaving for that long. He might come back, whatever. 
but um the the shift in the dynamic in the home um i think for me personally it was worse before he left because it was like the lead up to it and it was just and it wasn't just my emotions it was his emotions as well and the whole home dynamic so everything that i go back listen to that episode 1084 I talk about those three things that I was doing and I'm still doing those three things. And that's like, I don't even remember what they were, but it was like my habits, identifying my triggers. There was something else. And since he's been gone, I have found myself, you know, having emotional roller coasters of up and down, but coming back. Okay. Hear me when I say this coming back to I did the best that I possibly could while he was in my quote unquote control. And now I have to let him fly and spread his wings. I have to deeply learn to trust and respect my child. A quick word about today's sponsor, AG1. A few days ago, my husband asked me if we had any more AG1 left in the house because he gifted some to a handful of his buddies at jujitsu and they wanted more. Proof that once you try it, you will feel the difference. At AG1, they relentlessly test to establish the benchmark for purity and potency, ensuring your health is in good hands. Simplifying your health routine shouldn't be a hassle, and AG1 achieves that by streamlining the process. Say goodbye to the jumble of pills and capsules. Just one scoop of AG1 mixed in water every day is all you need. For busy individuals like myself, time is precious, especially while juggling the responsibilities of raising a family. And that's why I embrace anything that helps me cut through decision fatigue. AG1 has become my go-to solution with its comprehensive support for brain, gut, and immune health in every scoop. It's the simplest habit I've ever integrated into my daily routine. Trust AG1 for consistent daily support. Take control of your well-being with AG1. Experience it now and enjoy a complimentary one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 along with five free travel packs with your initial purchase at drinkag1.com forward slash E-U. That's drinkag, the number one, dot com forward slash E-U. I still had to do that while he was in my home. I had to deeply trust him and I had to learn to respect him. But now that he's out in the world, I I'm still his guide. I'm still his parent. And, but I have to do it at a next level. And so we have our daily check-ins, you know, I'm also dealing with like a boy instead of a girl. And so there's gender differences of communication styles and things like that. But there's ways that you can create and cultivate connection with your child and still get them involved rather than trying to control and be like, where are you? What are you doing? Send me pictures. Like he is not going to reply to my text message immediately. But we do have some standards of like, you know, a daily FaceTime, a daily like what's going on. Hey, can we, you know, set a time when we will connect 
later. Like that's kind of like the standard of, you know, and before he left, I said, listen, I might be crazy at the beginning and I'm going to need you to communicate with me and it will get better and better. But like, I'm just letting you know, I'm communicating that if you don't want me to be this crazy lunatic, you're just going to have to communicate with me what's going on and what you're doing so that my anxiety is not through the roof. But I will be over here trying to manage my own anxiety, doing the work I need to do to manage my own emotions. Um, But as your mother who will worry, I just need to know what's going on. Okay. So there's that part. I'm doing my own work. I'm doubling down on my own work to make sure that I feel strong, confident, alive, energized, right? How do I want to feel getting back in alignment with how I want to feel? while also still maintaining relationship. Okay. These are relationship building skills. So before, not so much when he was at home, but when children are small, we're really checking the boxes. Have they been fed? Are they going to sleep? Like we're, we're checking those boxes off and we're physically exhausted. Then as the kids grow up, we're adding the physical exhaustion. Maybe that might improve a little bit, but then there's emotional and then the further and further and further away the children get to you or the ages, it it really does become more of an emotional and a relationship game. And so emotional in the sense of one, you have to double down on your own emotional work and you have to know how to see and support and lead somebody else with their emotional support work. And that is what leadership is about. And I talk a lot about this inside of our community That's the whole point of my podcast, the book, all the things is emotional intelligence, how we lead people, but also we have to lead ourselves. And at the core of the relationship is trust. If my child doesn't trust me, they're not going to communicate with me anymore. So how do I build trust with my child? And so oftentimes, um, it's, it's been really eye-opening to see the trust and connection that I have with my child, even when they're across the globe. So I don't know, I guess I've been like kind of reaping the benefits of, um, all of the emotionally uncomfortable work that I've been doing over the years and seeing that I did raise a child who can wipe their own ass and navigate the world, mainly because my, my gut told me he was going to be okay. Um, I, He's definitely learning lessons very quickly. Um, And there's also some standards that I have. So he is 100% financially responsible for his his spending money, his food. If he runs out of money, he has to come home quicker. So I am teaching my child how to be sustainable for himself. And I think when I hear from a lot of parents, especially parents of like teenagers, college-age students, is you're financially funding your child's way and they have absolutely no understanding of the value of a dollar. And the reason why we do that is because we want to make them, we want to make their lives more comfortable. But the truth is if we want our kids to grow up to be like independent adults, we have to teach them those skills. And in order to teach them those skills, we have to back off. So I'm watching my child be incredibly emotionally uncomfortable and learning very quickly the value of a dollar. And I'm just here to coach and to guide. Um, Some of it he wants to hear, some of it he doesn't want to hear. And that's okay. I understand that my job is when I'm triggered, 
I have to process and work through that as well. So I'm here to say, how can I help you? What do you need? Sometimes his pride will get in the way. He doesn't want to hear that from me. And that's okay too. That is a lesson in itself. So a quick, I guess, recap of how this process is going. Uh, people are checking in on me. My clients are like, are you okay over there? I'm actually really, really good. Um, it's surprising how good I feel. And like I said, the lead up is, um, was the worst part. Um, who knows what it will be like when he comes back, who knows what it will be like next week, but to be honest, and I'm just like flat out, like kind of reflecting, I feel like I just ran a marathon and I'm reflecting on the training of that marathon. If I did not practice what I preach and filling my cup up first, like, I wish all women could hear me when I say this, stop waiting for your children to leave before you start doing the work. If you wait until your children leave and you're using your children as the excuse for why you're not taking care of yourself, your identity crisis, your midlife crisis is going to be 10 times worse because it's the same as menopause. It's the same as every, when you look out there in the culture, every like modern issue that women have, they're like, oh my God, just wait till menopause. Your life is going to be thrown upside down. And I'm like, fuck no, I do not want that to be my identity. I've already gone through menopause once when I was in chemo. I do not want to do that again. No fucking thank you. I'm going to be getting ahead of this. And so experiencing this and doing all of the work ahead of time and then this happening and I'm like, oh, this was like a little blip. This was not an identity crisis. This did not blow up in my face. I'm telling you right now, do not wait. When people say I will start when that is when shit is going to hit the fan and you're like the damage that's going to be done is going to be 10 times worse. So get ahead of the crisis, get ahead of menopause, get ahead of that identity shift, start the work now. I've been doing this work on my parenting in general for 15 years. And if you're like, well, Heather, I don't have 15 years. It was the last two years that I started doubling down when I knew this day would come. So get ahead, get ahead. This is where I, on my, um, Wednesday podcast, I talk about attracting profit. A profit is just extra. It's time, it's money, it's energy. When you are getting ahead of a problem financially, when you're getting ahead of a problem emotionally, when you're getting ahead of a problem spiritually, and you are not avoidant, you are not procrastinating, and you are not sitting there and just waiting for life to explode in front of you, you are, that is how we get alive and aligned. So I think the reason why I've been able to get ahead of this problem and not just sit and avoid and wait and then watch it like blow up in my face and I'm in a crisis is because I did that before. I was in in physical crisis with my body when I was diagnosed with stage four cancer in 2013. Uh, we were in a financial crisis at that point too. Um, and it wasn't because I was avoidant towards anything. It was because I didn't know what I didn't know. And I wasn't taught any of those things. And I was investing in myself, but I wasn't necessarily all in on the results that I wanted. And when I look at people and I'm like, you say you want this, but your behavior is over here. 
I'm telling you right now, doing the work versus swiping a credit card is very, very different. So I am living proof that you can get ahead of the thing that you are afraid of. So if you feel that change coming, if you're like, oh crap, my children are going into transition, there's going to be a next developmental milestone, get ahead of it now. Um, if you're feeling like, oh, wow, I want to have a different lifestyle, a different life change. I need to get my financial shit in order, get ahead of it now. So I'm thriving. I'm feeling good. Everything is temporary. I do not know what tomorrow will bring, but right now we're okay. And I am parenting from afar. I'm, you know, helping him navigate his ways, keeping in touch and it is 100% proof of the work I've done on myself and the investment that I have put into that relationship. So that's it. There's my update. Emotionally uncomfortable parenting. It always sucks. And for right now, <laughs> um, right now I can breathe. I can breathe. <laughs> I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable, and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz. 